couple of weeks ago, a good friend of mine, her name's Sandra Short, you might be watching Sandra, uh, she got some really bad news from her doctor. Sandra at the moment has been going through chemotherapy, but when she went to a doctor to find out about something else, she got some news that they'd found a lump on her liver. The doctor told her that uh, it looks very suspicious and if she was a religious person. Sandra says, well, I do believe in God. She's a part of our church. And so the doctor says, well, um, you should pray because you're going to need a miracle. That's not the kind of news you want to hear. It isn't. So she called me, like, obviously devastated. And I, I, I thought, right, I'm going to pray. I'm going to fast. I'm going to, I'm going to go without some things because I believe, like, you know, God can do this. He can sort this out because he comes like a mighty warrior. Yes, he does. And during this time, I had a dream. I had a dream that I was standing on a flat rock. And then there was this wave, massive, came up in front of me, and it was just hanging there. And then one came from the side, and it was hanging there. Came from the other side, it was hanging there. Came from the back, it was hanging there. I was surrounded by a massive wave, and they're just there, looming, looming. But I could see, like, blue sky, and it was clear as anything. And I'm looking up at this blue sky. I feel at peace. I feel good. And I'm going, Sasha! Sasha, Sasha, I just keep on yelling out, Sasha. And I wake up and I think, who's Sasha? What's that all about? But I woke up and I knew it was a dream from God. So I started to think, like, I know it's God. There's, a, there's keys in that dream that I just knew it was God. Like, I, was, I really felt that the dream was for Sa- like about Sandra, because that's who I'd been praying for her. So... Obviously, she's got a looming report hanging. It's hanging. It's waiting there. I am standing on a flat rock. In 2 Samuel 22.2, it says, the Lord is my rock. So I'm standing on God. I'm standing on his word. I'm standing because he brings life. And I'm yelling out, Sasha, Sasha, feeling peaceful. So I'm thinking, like, this is definitely for her, and it's great, but I... I need to find out what Sasha means. So I look up what Sasha means. Sasha means defender of mankind. I know. So I think, wow, this is encouraging for Sandra. I'm going to call her because I just believe, you know, God is our defender. He will fight for her. So I, give, I call her and I'm going, Sandra, you know, I had this dream. I tell her the dream. And I, I said, and I'm yelling out, Sasha, Sasha. And I didn't know what Sasha meant. But do you know it means defender of mankind? And I'm like, yeah. Woo. And she goes, I, I know what it means. Because she actually knows someone who's got a child called Sasha. She goes, what I didn't know, Sandra actually means defender of mankind. She told me while we were talking that she and her husband, Shorty, had got a scripture, the same scripture, the very day after they got that report. And it's in 2 Chronicles 20, 17, where it says, you will not have to fight this battle. Take up your positions, stand firm, and see the deliverance the Lord will give you. Because that's what God does. When you stand on his word, when you call out to him, he brings life. He brings breakthrough. 
two days later, she went to see, after she'd had all these tests, she went there, and uh, the results were, they were 99.9% .9 sure that the lump on her liver was not cancer. Like, come on! So good! Isn't that cool? But God wants to talk to you in dreams. He can talk to you and speak to you in dreams. So today, the title of my message is Dare to Dream. Dare to dream. Dare to hear from God. Awaken your spirits. Today, your, your spirits are going to be awakened in dreams. So who here has had a dream before? Yep, a few people. Most people. Okay, who feels that they've had a dream that was from God? Great. That's a lot of people again. See, dreams are a way that God communicates his heart, his mind, his thoughts, his love for us, his concerns, his warnings, his direction, his intent for our lives. He can use that. Dreams and visions are basically the same. It's just that, you know, when you have a dream, it's at night, and you might have a vision when you're awake. But they're kind of the same. Dreams tend to be more symbolic, and visions tend to be more literal, but it doesn't mean that they all are like that. But it's irrelevant, really, how you hear from God, whether it's through a dream or through a vision. What's most important is the message that is revealed through the dream or the vision. So why does God speak to us? I used to think, I mean, I've dreamt all my life. Before I started following God, I've always had dreams. And my grandfather believed in dreams, so I just believed in dreams. So he used to ask me what I dreamt about, and I'd tell him and go, oh, that means this, that means that. And I think, oh, that's so cool. Like, my, my dad, like, he would ask my grandfather, like, what did you dream about? And my grandfather, I remember him telling him one dream, he goes, you know, my, my dad's name's Ivan. He goes, oh, Ivan, you know, I dreamt that you were at a bar. And I was there. I was only a kid. And I went, oh, Grandpa, I don't think that was a dream. Because <laughs> you were drinking at a bar. But So what does my dad do? My dad looks through the horses that day. And there's a, there's a horse called Ivan Bar. He takes that horse. It's an outsider and it wins. See, this is, I know, nuts, isn't it? That is not, do not do that. Do not do that. But that's what I mean. So, but I believe that God spoke to me is because in a dream, he has my full attention. In a dream, I'm not interrupting him. In a dream, I'm not trying to interpret like what that is. God will speak to you in a dream because he wants your full attention. Okay, so in Joel 2, 28, it says, I will pour out my spirit upon all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy, your old men will dream dreams, and your young men will see visions. So it says all. I will pour out my spirit upon all people. That's irrespective of race. It's irrespective of age. It's irrespective of, your, of the agenda. And it doesn't matter. Like, it's just because, you know, you don't have to wait till you're old to have a dream. It doesn't work like that. You have dreams like your children would be dreaming. It's a great thing to ask kids what they dream about. You dream, I've dreamed, I, I mean it, I've dreamed all my life. And visions, you don't have to be young to have visions. You can have visions anytime. It's not about that. All right, another scripture in Job 33, 14 to 15, it says, for God speaks again and again. Though people do not recognize it, he speaks in dreams, in visions of the night, when deep sleep falls on people as they lie in their beds. 
This is in the Bible. God speaks through dreams. And we might not recognize it. So today, my prayer for you is that you will recognize that God will speak to you in dreams. I guarantee you, whether you believe it or not, that at some time God has given you a dream. Whether you remember it or whether it is documented or you documented it, that's another story. You don't have to be a Christian to get a dream from God because God loves to share his heart for you. He's chasing you before you even know him. He wants to capture your heart. In the Bible, in Genesis 41, there's a story about a Pharaoh and he has two dreams, but he doesn't, he doesn't believe in God at all, but he has these two dreams. And he tries to find out from all his court people, people in the, you know, the royal, like jesters and stuff like that. No one can tell him what these dreams mean. And then Joseph, who was in jail, he, they've heard that he can interpret dreams. So they get Joseph to come up. Joseph interprets the two dreams that the Pharaoh had. They were God dreams. And because of those dreams, it gave insight of how the people of that thing would actually work through a seven-year fam famine. If the Pharaoh hadn't had those dreams, they would have just like eaten like little piggies the whole time, the first seven years, and not saved anything for the next seven. But because of those dreams, they were able to weather a famine, and it saved thousands and thousands of people. That's how powerful dreams can be. I wasn't following God 19 years ago. I was in Mackay. I was on the beach. I'd just arrived in Mackay from Brisbane, and I was walking along the beach and I wanted to do something different. I was always in the accounting field before that time, but I thought, I want to do something different. I'd been for a couple of interviews. They didn't look like anything was happening with those. And as I was walking along the beach, I mean, I believed about God, but I didn't follow him. I thought, I'm going to ask God, like, come on, give us some direction. So I asked God, like, you know, what is it? What do you want me to do? Like, what, what can I do different? And that night I had a dream, and it was so um, vivid. Like, when I woke up the next morning, I knew exactly what happened. In my dream, I was sitting at a de like the desk that I was where I was camping. I was sitting at this desk, and I answered a phone call. Hello. And then on that, like, then I hear someone say, Is, uh, can I speak to Teresa Delamere? I'm like, yes, speaking. And then she goes, well, uh, I just wanted Rang to let you know that your job application has been successful. There's going to be 12 weeks of training. The first six weeks are in Bagara. Then there's one week in Brisbane, four weeks in Townsville, and the rest will be in Mackay. Like, this, this dream just went on and on and on. So I woke up, I write it down. Monday morning, I'm sitting at my desk where I'm temping, and I get a phone call. Hello? And, and, and she, she goes, can I speak to Teresa? I'm speaking. I'm just calling just to let you know your job application was successful. And you have 12 weeks training. The first six weeks are at Bagara. Now, I didn't even know at this time where Bagara was. But that, it was exactly as I dreamed. I got, I got that job. So I knew that was God. See, God wants to show you his heart for you, what he wants for you. He wants the best for you. He loves you. So, but at, at the time, not following God. So God can give a dream to, to any person. The greatest event in history, the birth of Jesus Christ, was dependent on five dreams, three visions, and a number of angelic visitations. 
Joseph, not the Joseph, the dream interpreter Joseph, but Joseph, the husband of Mary. Mary is the mother of Jesus. So that Joseph, he had four major dreams in the early years as head of his family. The first one, dream number one, like Joseph was betrothed to Mary. Like Mary was betrothed to Joseph, I should say. Like Mary was to marry Joseph. But Joseph finds out Mary's pregnant. She's pregnant. And I think to myself, like, what? I wonder what went through Joseph's head. I mean, a lot of things, but I'm not going to say what I think he said. But, but I, I reckon he went, wasn't me. Like, that was the first thing. And then thought, like, I don't know if I'm going to go through with this marriage. But then what happens in Matthew 1, verse 20 to 21, it says, as he considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. Joseph, son of David, the angel said, the angel said, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child within her was conceived by the Holy Spirit, and she will have a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. That was in a dream. Joseph had a dream that the Holy Spirit, like, you know, was con- like the baby was conceived through the Holy Spirit and that they were going to name him Jesus in a dream. Dream number two, he had a dream to flee from Egypt. God woke him up, angel spoke to him again, said, flee, get out, get up, get up and flee to Egypt because uh, Herod, who was the king at the time, wanted to kill Jesus. So he did. He went to Egypt. The third dream he dreamt again to return to the land of Israel because Herod had died. And then the fourth dream was to warn him that Herod's son was going to be the new ruler and yet probably not a good place to go now. So he left for Galilee to live in Nazareth. Four dreams he had as the head of his family. I mean, really, today I'm thinking like, I'm so grateful Joseph didn't think like, oh, that was a pizza dream having this kid and going to name him Jesus. You know, it like, but he followed the instructions of those dreams. That's how important dreams can be. Those dreams were about the savior of the world, Jesus. So, you know, he followed those instructions. But there's two uh, types of dreams. There's internal and external, and it's about application. Internal dreams, most dreams that we have are about ourselves to be applied in our own lives. There's a small percentage, like for most people, a very small portion of their dreams, somewhere between 1% and 5% are for external application. Dreams about, you might dream about uh, work or the world or church or friends or family, but it's a very small portion, portion. Even if there's other people in the dream that you know, does not mean that that dream's about them. Most dreams are about you and how you can apply them into your life. So God, God speaks in many, for many reasons, different kinds of communication. He can send like creative inspiration. He can give innovative ideas through a dream. Many scientific breakthroughs and artistic projects throughout history have resulted from dreams. Like Niles Bohr, who won a Nobel Prize in physics in 1922 for discovering the structure of the atom, he dreamed he saw the nucleus of the atom with the electrons spinning around it. 
He dreamed the structure first, and then he confirmed it through lab tests. God can give you creative things in dreams. You might have heard of Larry Page. He's the co-founder of Google. He got inspiration for Google in a dream when he was 23 years old. He thought, he, like in the dream, he had this thought about downloading the whole web at that time, which would later evolve into a ranked search engine called Google. That came through a dream. A lady that I know, I used to share trade with, she uh, was having a particular issue with one of her trading techniques. In a dream, she saw a way to actually fix that technique. So she woke up and she thought, whoa, what's that about? So she back-tested it. I mean, she went over and, and she tested it before she actually started doing something, and it worked. God can give you creative inspiration in a dream. God can solve your problems in a dream. I've had so many solutions in dreams. Like, like I, I might have had I, one in particular when I was in the accounting field. I had this major issue, and I could not work it out. I'd studied, I'd researched, I'd asked people who should know, couldn't work it out. I had a dream, and I woke up in the morning and thought, I felt like it was solved. I thought, that's solved. But I got an actual strategy, went to work, and it worked. God can solve your problems in dreams. God can warn you of issues that you need to pay attention to. I've had plenty of those. But anyway, I'm not giving any examples today <laughs> about all these warnings about don't do this and don't do that. But he can give you encouraging dreams. He can give you dreams that encourage you, that bring you peace, courage, confidence. Like confidence to, to face and risk things. Like in one of the dreams, these are a couple of my dream journals, because one of the great things about dreams is you should write them down. So uh, I was at the stage in time, which was in uh, 2013, I was having major issues, like major family issues and financial issues at the same time. Horrendous. It was really knocking me around. And I had a dream. And you know the planes that actually print things in the sky? Those printer in the sky planes. I, I, I had a dream that there was one, and it started to write in the sky. This is in my dream, and it, it started to write the first, it started to write out scriptures in the Bible. The first one was Romans 8:28. So it says, "And we know that all things come together for good for those who love God and are called according to His purposes." So that was the first one. It was written out in the sky. And then straight after that, it you know, put a full stop. Then it went over and it started again. And it, it started to print out Proverbs 10.22. The blessing of the Lord brings wealth, and he adds no sorrow to it. God was giving me keys, key scriptures to speak over my life. So I started to declare these scriptures over my life. Things looked so bad like that they wouldn't ever work out. And it was still tough, but with those scriptures, it encouraged me to just keep on fighting, to keep on going. And yes, I did get through it, because that's what can happen. God can encourage you in dreams. Healing dreams. He can bring healing. He can bring forgiveness and love in dreams. Calling dreams. He can reveal your purpose and destiny in a dream. I, I specifically asked for this. I said, like, God, come on. I was so excited. I'd been a Christian for a couple of years. I'm like, come on, what am I going to do? What are my gifts? I'm like, I'm so excited. Come on, tell me, show me, show me. So I prayed that prayer. 
And that night, I had a dream, and, and God opened my hand, and he started to engrave the gifts in my life on my hand. That's amazing, right? It is. Anyway, I didn't write that dream down because I was sure that I would remember it. It was so clear. And I woke up in the morning, and I'd forgotten. I hadn't forgotten the actual uh, dream. I'd just forgotten what he'd engraved on my hand. And I, I felt God say to me, like, that'll teach you a lesson. Like, write your dreams down. So for me, that was like a little bit of a, come on, be faithful, write them down. I'm speaking to you. I want, you know, this is important. So, I, and I prayed like, come on, give it to me again. I'll write it down, please, please. No, didn't happen. But, but God is good, right? Because he's revealed to me the giftings and dreams later on and other, other dreams, but he never gave me that particular dream again. Yeah, I know. So God can come like, for warfare, you can have dreams of warfare in a dream. I remember I had a dream as a new Christian, and I was, I was in a safe house. I was in a safe environment, but I could hear something coming for me outside, and it was like this massive black horse, you know. Is that how horses run? Well, I don't know, but it was loud, and it was snorting, and it was black, and on that black horse was a black knight. And I could see it. And I went outside and I was like in dreams because I was like this big. And the horse and, and the black knight were massive. I came out and I was in my nighty. Yeah, I didn't even wear nighties. But anyway, I wear pajamas, just so you know. But anyway, <laughs> but anyway, I come out. What was that about? You're losing track of the dream. I'm like little and the horse is big and snorting, right? And so I come out and it's coming over the hill for me and I stand there and I go stop in the name of Jesus and it disappeared it was God was teaching me the power of his name when things come against me I I learned I learned in things you know things are so subtle I mean on Sundays oh I've got a bit of a headache. Oh, you know what I mean? I, I didn't feel like going to church. Oh, I don't feel that great. Like all these sorts of things with the enemy, I would just think like, stop in the name of Jesus. And that really worked for me. All through my new Christian walk, when things happened, I would, I would see that dream. I would bring it back. I would recall it because I could see it. I can see it now as clear as when I had that dream. That was like maybe 14 years ago. But stop in the name of Jesus. So warfare dreams. God can give you dreams that are warfare. And when I apply, I mean, I still apply that to my life now. It still is now. It works anytime. It's forever. God gave me that dream. I'm going to stand on that. So he can give you, you know, and, and dreams are like a switch on the inside of you. I mean, you don't even know this, but right now you're getting switched on. If you don't have dreams, the switch is happening because God's anointing right now is just switching that switch on. So how do you interpret dreams? You know, only the Spirit of God can tell you what the Spirit is saying. If it's a dream from God, the Holy Spirit and you are the best interpreters of those dreams. I know that there's stuff, lots of stuff, on the internet and lots of different books, and I'm not saying that they're bad, and some things may actually help you and apply to you, but not everything will, because God gives you a dream so that you understand it. What, you know, what a car means to me might be different to what a car means to Ebony. So 
like I think about my uncle Robert. I mean, number one, you don't even know him. <laughs> but I, like, what he means to me, like my uncle Robert is so cool, and he's always been cool. So if I have a, him in a dream, I know something cool is going to happen in my life. If I dream about one of the, my old teachers, I've dreamt about her a number of times. I know that God is trying to teach me something. When I dream about somebody who used to be my assistant, I know that God wants to assist and help me in something. So there are different reasons why people are in your dreams, why things are in your dreams, but it's so exciting. I love it. It's so, it's so good. See, in Proverbs 25, 2, it says, it is the glory of God to conceal a matter, but the glory of kings is to search out a matter. So the glory of God to conceal a matter. He conceals it, but he wants you to know it because it's to the glory of kings, which is you, to search out a matter. He wants you to know. He wants you to pursue him. He wants you to chase after him. He wants you to find out. And, and it stirs up that curiosity. When I have dreams that are from God, I get this thing that it just really bugs me. It's like one of my friends who is a dream interpreter used to say to me, you know, you've got the Holy Spirit bug, Teresa. You know, and it won't... It, it, it just, you just have to know. You have to know. So it makes me seek God out. It really does. So when you, because uh, the Bible says, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. So what is God speaking to you in your dreams? Ask him. Ask him about things, specific things. I mean, I really have asked for specific things in dreams, because I really want to know a certain thing. I pray about it. I'm going to ask God to give me a dream. So there's a real quick way that I interpret any dream. If I take Sandra's, the quick way is like, what was I feeling? What, what was the greatest emotion in that dream? The greatest emotion in that dream was peace. I felt peace. Then like, what's the key action in that dream? I'm standing on a rock calling out, Sasha, Sasha. That's the key action. I'm calling out to God. I'm calling out to the defender of mankind. And in what area are you experiencing this feeling or action? See, I was praying for Sandra. That's why I knew it was for her. But it's those three quick things. I, that's the first three questions I ask myself when I have a dream. What's the greatest emotion I feel? Am I scared? Am I happy? Am I feeling joy? Like, am I feeling at peace? What's, what emotion? Am I anxious? Then the next thing is, what's the key action? What is happening in the dream? And then the next one is, where am I experiencing? What area am I experiencing this thing? And it can happen in a couple of areas of your life. So there's three sources of communication of dreams. Dreams come from three different ways. From God, from the devil, and from your soul, from yourself. Like not all, every dream you're going to have is from God. So how do you distinguish like what's from God? What's a God dream? So a God dream is like in John 10, 27, it says, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. When you have a relationship with God, the more you get to know him, the more you know his nature. The more you know, like even reading the, the Bible, the more you know whether it is a God dream or not, it will always line up with the word of God. You'll never have a dream that's from God that tells you to steal or that tells you to murder somebody because it doesn't line up with his Bible, doesn't line up with the word of God. The second thing is there's an inner witness of peace. 
See, God's word will bring peace and understanding. It produces that spirit in your life, like understanding that you don't even know why you feel peaceful. You just think, oh, that just feels right. I feel at peace with that. So not everyone will be able to interpret their dream immediately. Sometimes I'll, I'll have dreams where I actually interpret my dream in my dream. I mean, that's cool because you wake up and think, yeah, know what that is. But then sometimes I'll wake up and pray straight away. I'll write it down first. And as I'm writing it down, I'll get the interpretation. Or sometimes I'll need to pray into it and I might get a few more keys, but then there's still stuff that's really bothering me and I'll need to do a bit of research. And sometimes I'll ask my friend who is very good with interpreting dreams. If I get really stuck, I'll ask him because it actually helps to shed light on things. So that, that's just how you can interpret a dream. So if I could have the key, keyboard, please. Thank you, Rod. So dare to dream. Dare to dream. God loves you. He wants you to dream. Like the first thing you can do that will help you to dream is to number one is to write it down. Number two is to pray and ask the Holy Spirit to interpret it for you. And like I said, sometimes you might need to get ask somebody else for help. And the third thing is to apply it to your life. Just like Joseph did. He had the dream, but he did. He moved to Egypt. He came back. Apply it. You need to apply it. Write it down. Pray and ask the Holy Spirit and apply it to your life. So, you know, I'm putting a challenge out there. If you want to have a dream from God, tonight I want you, in this week, I want you to have a pen and paper or a notebook or whatever beside your bed. And when you dream from God, you need to write it down immediately. I mean, I've had dreams that have woken me up at four o'clock in the morning and I've written them down. And the reason I've done that is because I know that when I wake up again, I'm not going to remember it. That's from experience. And so, yeah, but write it down. I mean, I tried, you know, recording it. I remember that. So I, and like, I woke up and, and that's what I, I played the recording. I only did that once. Did not work for me. Might work for you. Did not work for me. But write it down. Write it down. So like, if you, if you want to have dreams this week, I want, close your eyes, close your eyes. If you want to hear from God in a dream this week, I want you to raise your hand because I'm going to pray for you. There's one call to action you have to do, though. You need to put that pen and paper next to your bed tonight. So let's pray. Thank you, Jesus. Father, I thank you, Lord, that you are the king. I thank you, Father, that you want to speak to us in dreams. Every person whose hand is raised, Father, I pray your spirit right now triggers and opens your spirit to dream. Lord, give us them a spirit of revelation. Give them a spirit of wisdom, Father. Bring dreams of inventions. Bring dreams of songs. Bring dreams of joy. Bring dreams of peace. Bring dreams of friendships to be made. Bring dreams of healing. Bring dreams of warfare. Jesus, touch each person right now. Touch each person. Thank you, Lord, for that spirit of wisdom and revelation that they might know you better. Every person in this room, every person online with your hand raised, touch them. 
In Jesus' name. And as they dream this week, Father, I pray you would help them to interpret it. They would write it down and you would bring your interpretation. You would make it clear. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. There are going to be dreams today. I actually saw the Holy Spirit dropping dreams right now into people's minds. And that's why when I was saying dreams of healing, dreams of peace, I just see the Holy Spirit is dropping dreams. Oh my gosh, it's going to be an amazing week. But what do you have to do? That's very good. Yes, put pen and paper beside your bed tonight. Do it. And before you go to bed, before you actually go to sleep, pray and ask God, God, I want to hear from you in a dream. Give me a dream in Jesus' name. Simple as that. And you will dream. I'm excited to hear you come up and say, oh, I dreamt, I dreamt. It's, it's great. God is good.